podcast universe this is gayish the podcast that doesn't cry because it's over it smiles because now it gets to put on its comfy pants and watch netflix <laughs> what show do you think like all of them at once <laughs> 10 <laughs> tvs eternal marathon all the netflix all at once great i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today we're going to talk about figure skating figure skating so so gay or is it we'll find out together she said he's a skater boy <laughs> figure skating boy she said i'm too gay to be interested in you <laughs> and my name is johnny we're okay um, but first so gay so but gay. first first i'm going to talk about this thing that i read at the, at the article um okay that read an article about the game that we're not supposed to say the name of because it's copywritten and apparently they're very litigious did you know, oh. did you know that you can't say the name of the big game the yeah but we can say it i don't think we can we can't say we watched that game. Nope. We have to. We have to say that we w- watched the larger than normal fruit receptacle. <laughs> the that's what bulls are made for. <laughs> Just a receiver of fruit. My mouth is a fruit receptacle. The mammoth cereal holder. Uh huh. <laughs> the uh, bigger size McDonald's uh, thing that I stuff my weed into. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You know exactly what we mean, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if we're supposed to be able to... I don't know if... I honestly don't know if we can say Super Bowl or not. Oh. It's my understanding that we're not supposed to. Oh, well, we'll find out together. Let's find out together. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> if we're not here next week, we got sued. Yep. So uh, so the the, the 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 big game took place in Minneapolis, and it was between the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, we watched it yeah. together. How was your How was your big game experience? Um, I mean, it was like I understand what's going on. I feel like that's a people have a uh, misconception that I don't understand sports, and it's not that I don't. I understood what was happening, and so when I sit down and watch it, I'm like mildly excited. I feel like I was kind of into it. Um, yeah. We had some bets going on with Doug yeah. Ankoviak, our favorite fag stag. Yep. I drank, so yep. that's cool. And <laughs> drinking makes everything. It's better. just you know. <laughs> um. So it was fine. Yeah. No, I, I had a great time. I thought it was fun. Yeah. And then and then I had to kick you all out so we could watch Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, there were a bunch of Philadelphia Eagles fans that were in Minneapolis for the big game, mm-hmm. and they were looking for a place to go and celebrate, watch the game. Uh, do whatever so a bunch of eagles fans they thought they discovered the perfect bar in minneapolis to watch their team battle it out and a shitload of them showed up to the minneapolis eagle (laughs) which because of their team but gay people will tell you that eagle is a nationwide chain of just gross gay bars just the seediest disgustingest gay bars ever but we're being very we're being sex positive if you want to go fucking maybe get shit on at a bar (laughs) we support you and go to the eagle if you're like where would i find a sex swing in Mm -hmm. my town find a bar called the eagle (laughs) where would i go if i wanted a jello shot for every person i made out with and they took a picture of me while they did it (laughs) yes the makeup party at the eagle actually i've never gone but i hear good things like you just make out with strangers and if you do that for the bartender you get a discount i would have done that for free (laughs) i yes i went there and i was like not only do i get a make out pick someone random to make out with you're gonna give me a shot for that i was so drunk i was so drunk <laughs> so uh oh i took someone home that night from the makeup party yeah did you mean to <laughs> <laughs> i accidentally <laughs> chained him up and drug him home no yeah on purpose anyway uh so the the owners uh, and patrons of the eagles uh the the eagle the gay folks the, involved the, the in this bar, transaction yeah. said that everybody was really respectful and nice and they didn't seem to freak out about the fact that it was a gay bar at all huh. Um, apparently there was a jockstrap contest that was <laughs> supposed to happen that night. Did it happen? Uh, I don't know. Oh my God. I, can't, I, I don't, I don't see that here. Um, but, uh, the bar owner, Ed Hopkins said, uh, the Eagles fans were very rowdy and fun and we enjoyed having them in our establishment. Um, but I, there was this user on Twitter that I thought, I thought, I thought this was hilarious. Eagles fans are mistaking at Eagle Bolt bar as a fan bar and I am dying it's more of a bears kind of place, y'all. 
<laughs> Don't let the name fool Don't you. Don't let the name fool you. Oh my God, I would love a bunch of football, like rowdy straight football fans at any of my... You're, they're welcome. Yeah. Bachelor party, get the fuck out. Rowdy football <laughs> fans, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that that's awesome. last weekend, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, of course, next week is v-day we probably we probably shouldn't say that name either <laughs> god no we will get sued by our emotions yeah <laughs> valentine's day is next week and uh so i thought that i would just briefly touch on an article i found called creative ways to jerk off by yourself on valentine's day <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh first of all creative ways to jerk off by yourself are there ways to jerk off not by yourself like i mean mutual masturbation is that still jerking off i think that's a hand job Oh, some people like to watch their wife or husband getting fucked by someone else. And I think they just sit aside and, and watch. What's that called? That has a name. Cuckolding. Yeah. 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 So I think that's still jerking off, even though the people doing it in front of you and you're married to one of them. Okay. All right. Yeah. We can do it with other people. Maybe we'll have to do a whole, we'll have to do an episode about cuckolding and we'll sure. have to do an episode about jerking off. Yeah. So many, so many topics to come on, <laughs> ranging from the wide variety of jerking off to jerking off with other people <laughs> spill come um okay so creative ways to jerk off by yourself on valentine's day so let's see is autoerotic asphyxiation one of them so number one poor list okay i, I don't i don't think these are in any particular order this isn't like in the order you should do them or something right okay uh fleshlight quick shot vantage stroker which it looks the like fuck? this. It looks like this. That's a masturbation toy. It's like a sleeve. Oh, sorry. Uh, I got distracted by the ad on the right. Yeah. Of the guy with the big dick. Okay. I'm looking at that thing. Yeah. This thing. I don't understand th that. Yeah. I don't either. It okay. looks, uh, it looks to me like, uh, uh, like a blender maybe that you oh, put I your thought, dick in. I thought it looked like a jewel that would be sitting in like behind glass case that the thieves would be trying to get at. Oh, okay. Well, they gave it a 9 out of 10 rating. Great. And uh, the highlight, they, they, there's a highlight and a favorite thing about each of these things. And so I'll just do those instead of reading the whole the whole doodad. Uh, the highlight is, it's like jerking off with someone's mouth attached to your hands. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. The That sounds appealing, but the way they described it sounds very unappealing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the favorite thing, quote, Getting your dick sucked feels a hundred times better, especially if he's bad at sucking dick. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. I like it, though. I'm into it. Uh, number two is the Cobra Libre head stimulator, which is a thing. Oh, these are all toys to jerk off with. I think so. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but that you ju you only put the head of your dick in this thing, and then it, it stimulates... The highlight is it's rated eight out of ten. The highlight is it stimulates the most sensitive part of the penis, the glands. Is that in your head, glands? You don't you don't know where the glands of the penis is. That's like that super super sensitive spot that's like under the oh. head on the on oh the... Mike. What? Don't get me wrong. I know where that spot is. Okay. It, is that, that where the glands are? Yeah, the G spot. That's not the G spot. The G spot it's, is on the other side and inside. It's glands singular, no D. Glan I mean, there's a D involved, but it's not. There's a D in that word. <laughs> Wait, glands? G-L-A-N-S. Gl I don't. Power vocab. I don't believe you for a second. I hooked. I don't want to look. I don't believe you or them. I don't believe anyone. Great. Fake news. Hashtag fake, <laughs> fake news. Fake news. No, none of this is true. Uh, favorite thing about this one? It's like jerking off without your hands. You too can experience the life of a handless man jerking off. Yep. These descriptions are making this so much less appealing. <laughs> Number three, fleshlight flight with shower mount. Okay, that's too much work. There's, There's like, like 17 pieces thing. and like, yeah, that doesn't, it, I, knowing myself, I probably wouldn't want to assemble something. Well, it's rated nine out of 10. The highlight is that it's great for rubbing one out in the shower or on the go. On the go. Where uh, on the go are you rubbing one out? <laughs> uh, you see, you slide in your cock, you force air out, creating a vacuum in the process, and then the vacuum lightly clings to your shaft when you pull out, creating a sucking sensation. And the shower mount makes it easy, too. I have one screwed onto the wall of my shower for a quickie before work. Okay, fucking the shower wall doesn't <laughs> see Again, like, logistically, that seems very... Like, wouldn't you feel weird, like, you're holding on to the shower with both hands and then, like... All right. Yep. Well, and favorite thing, quote, it feels like an asshole that sucks your dick. 
<laughs> okay, that description though is a great one. Okay, um, uh, that's it. That's all there was. <laughs> so we're just preparing all the lonely people for what they're about to experience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Do you think we should start like a a like dating for our listeners? Like, if you live, if you both love gayish and live in the same spot, maybe you can date each other because you're both fucked up already. Yeah, yeah, you can sign up. It's free. It's free. You and then you you have your choice of dating uh, Mike or Kyle. Oh, I love this idea. <laughs> this podcast has turned to into a dating service for the two of us. Yes. All right, I'm into it. I... Consider yourself serviced. <laughs> okay. Speaking of our listeners, yeah, we have some. We have some. <laughs> a handful of our listeners. <laughs> Some of them two hands full, I hope. Soon we will have a handful of listeners because we're dating them. Okay. But uh, our listeners are badass. Mm -hmm. uh, one of which uh, emailed us. His name is Stuart Coffron. Okay. And he, well, first, I mean, if you want us to read about you on this podcast, probably say nice things, which he did. He said. All he, I have to do is compliment Kyle and you're going to get whatever you want <laughs> on or off the podcast. Okay. Let's, well. You, just because it's true doesn't mean you have to say it out loud, Mike. All right. Um, but he said that he has told his friends, listen to this podcast. If Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark were gay men, this would be their podcast. Who? Fuck you right in the nose. <laughs> like Nose blasting. That is the nicest thing anyone has ever said to us. Um, so thank you, Stuart, first of all. And also he sent us some of the stuff. He uh, sent us two research papers he did about workplace discrimination. I didn't read those because <laughs> we love our listeners that send us homework. <laughs> two, yeah. He also sent us a YouTube video. So I watched oh, that. Okay. Um, and yeah, so Cliff notes. That's yeah, the best yeah, way to go. Yeah. Um, sorry, Stuart. Um, and it was a YouTube video of him giving a TEDx talk at his university mm -hmm. where he talked about you know, once we got uh, marriage approved, it was like people just kind of forgot about all the other rights we need, yeah. um, which I know we've talked about before, but he talked yeah. about all the rights that uh, we still need to work on getting, which is really awesome. So I'll post that to the Facebook group um, and you'll get to watch Stuart talking, which is. Thanks, Stuart. Thanks for good. writing in. Thanks for writing in and complimenting us. Thanks for validating Kyle. <laughs> Kyle loves it. Um, do you want to talk about figure skating? Let's talk about figure skating. All right. So the reason I wanted to talk about figure skating is not only did the Olympics just start, I think, yesterday or day before yesterday. Um, part of gayish is talking about stereotypes. And mm -hmm. figure skating is arguably the gayest sport there is. Yeah. And I know fuck all about figure skating. I know nothing about it. Same. So, same, same. Like, there's a stereotype that just does not fit. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, so I thought, okay, we'll be better gays and we'll learn some shit about figure skating. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know that I really am, but I just said that because it sounded like the thing to say, you know? Well, it's your job, I think, to say okay. you're excited about everything I say. That's true. Man, it's so tiring pretending. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> um, so uh, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, this year we uh, the United States is sending its first two out winter athletes. Uh, guess Gus Kentworthy and and um, Adam Rippon, and Adam Rippon is a figure skater, and boy is gay. <laughs> like boy was gay the minute that sperm wiggled in, and he was like, "This is gross. Never again." Yep. Yep. And uh, in, in fact. Uh, I wish I had, I should probably find the quote instead of just trying to like rattle it off the top of my head. But he's the guy that somebody asked what it was like being a gay athlete in the Olympics. And he said, just like being a straight athlete, but with better eyebrows. Yeah. And his eyebrows to his credit on, <laughs> on point, on point, literally. Cause they come to a point at the end. Yep. And they're just so, they look like cartoon eyebrows, like, because they're just, they're a little too perfect. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even color. Yeah grand shape um grand shape, grand shape. <laughs> um so we sent as sort of the diplomatic face of the united states mike pence our vice president m and f and mike pence m and f and mike pence so it started uh sometime in january that uh he was 
being interviewed by USA Today and wait, Mike Pence? No, sorry, oh. Adam Adam Rippon, okay. the, the figure skater guy, was was being uh, interviewed by USA Today, and they eyebrows. asked him eyebrows. Yeah. yeah, we can just call him eyebrows from now on. That's yeah. great, skating eyebrows. Yeah. Um, they asked him, so what do you what do you think about the fact that that Mike Pence is heading the delegation up and he said um quote you mean mike pence the same mike pence that funded gay conversion therapy i'm not buying it <laughs> um and so they they asked him if it was going to be a problem and whether he would still be willing to meet with mike pence because apparently they're all supposed to sit down and have a kumbaya moment before they go to the olympics together and he uh -huh. said um he said no uh, if I were, if it were before my event, I absolutely would not go out of my way to meet somebody who I felt has gone out of their way to not only show they aren't a friend of a gay person, but they think that they are sick. Yeah, that's fair. All of that comes from the fact that Mike Pence has quite controversially supported conversion therapy since he ran for Congress in 2000. Um, and potentially like a lot of Trump's anti-LGBT agenda stems from Mike Pence. I don't know if you can prove that or if that's just a theory, but yeah. And I think it's funny because like a lot of people said that Trump was going to be pro gay or like the most friendly gay, the most gay friendly Republican nominee for it. Like, yeah, it's all fucking bullshit. But yeah, I do think it's possible that all of the anti-gay stuff is coming from Mike Pence and Trump is too stupid to know it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that. Um, <laughs> this is the first time we were like actually talking politics on this podcast. I know. I know. So, so when he was running for Congress in 2000, his campaign had a section on their website about the Ryan White Care Act, which provided federal funding for HIV AIDS uh, patients. Mm -hmm. And on his website, it said Congress should support this is a quote. The, co the Congress should support the reauthorization of the Ryan White Care Act only after completion of an audit to ensure that federal dollars were no longer being given to organizations that celebrate and encourage the types of behaviors that facilitate the spreading of the HIV virus. Resources should be directed toward those institutions which provide assistance to those seeking to change their sexual behavior. Now, the Pence campaign is saying, oh, no, that's not conversion therapy. We're just saying that we should be pushing for safe sex practices. There's no fucking way. No. Right? No. Fuck that. No. So the, when USA Today reached out to the Pence people, they came back and said, Alyssa Farah, who is a spokeswoman, said, this accusation is totally false and has no basis in fact. Which is like what you can do nowadays is just everything you just say is a lie and people just like it. it's fake news. That's not what that meant. Yeah, you're wrong. And like, of course, they drafted it like they're literally like this is literally politics. Like they drafted it in a way knowing that if someone came back to them and asked them about this, they could do exactly this. Like this is very deliberate and intentional yeah. because it's politics. Yep. Yep. So a couple of weeks later, uh, there was enough of a public backlash about that after after uh eyebrows <laughs> said all of that yeah people were reaching out to pence's office and pissed about it and so they reached out to eyebrows eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> to arrange a conversation between the two and i'm sorry did you say to arrange a conversion between the right. two <laughs> <laughs> oh my god could you imagine <laughs> that, that Mike Pence sits down to pray with eyebrows <laughs> pray the gay away just, and then it worked and he can't skate anymore <laughs> his eyebrows just become these bushy messy gross things and his skates fall off his skates fall like off big old caterpillars erupt from his forehead his his butt tightens up as if new <laughs> Um, uh, and he, so he said, he said, no, yeah, no, I am not meeting. No. Mm -mm. So then Mike Pence tweeted out that that was fake news, that they'd never asked to sit down with him in the first place. So they're saying that eyebrows made that up so that he could say no. That's, it's just so fucking annoying when like, I don't know. Anyone can just believe anything they want. They can say anything they want. Like, I don't know. It's just so dumb. Like there's a truth out there. Like what do we know? Do we have verifiable evidence that he actually asked? No, other than that eyebrows agent, David Baden. I feel like we should call him Adam. At the <laughs> least. But, uh, Adam uh, eyebrows. Adam eyebrows. Said eyebrows Adam. We were contacted by, sorry, this is his agent said we were contacted by his office. And I think the objective was to have a conversation with Adam. 
but the request did not come directly to me or Adam, but, quote, went through the various proper channels, and that message was then sent to us, and he declined to explain what those channels were. Hmm. So there's a little bit, I mean, there's, it's plausible that they made that up. I don't know why they would do that, though. Yeah, but. no, I, I definitely believe Adam, but, like, yeah, it just sucks that you can just say it's a lie. Like, and that, that's probably another thing. Like, you go through channels so that you have buffers so that if you need to fire someone and say that we didn't actually do that. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess actually, I'm, I think they just came up with this fake news thing so they could get rid of those layers of buffer and save some money on, like, staffing costs. <laughs> Like, yeah. what's an easier way than staffing a bunch of people? <laughs> it's just calling everything lies. Yeah. That's saved so much money. Yeah. You know what? Trump really is the best economic president we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. He just fires everyone. No one works at the White House anymore. It's or, cool. Or they quit. Did you hear that they're having a hard time getting enough people hired? <laughs> yeah. Because people don't want to work for him. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really interesting. Would you meet with Mike Pence or Donald Trump if you had the opportunity? I've, I've thought about this and what he did, and I respect that approach that he took, and, but I don't know what my, if I would take the same one. It depends under what circumstances, I think. Hmm. Like, like Mike Pence says, I didn't actually uh, support conversion therapy. Let me explain to you. Come meet with me. Would you meet with him? Basically what happened to Adam? Eyebrows. No. No? Then why not? Because I, I don't know if this is what you meant, but like to sit down and have a private conversation... I have no reason to do that. And part of me, like, yeah, I feel like the struggle I have is like, shouldn't you take opportunities to, you know, just saying no actually accomplish anything? Or should you take those opportunities to sit down and try to educate people on gay issues or fight for gay rights? But like a certain group of people, there is no reason because they are so far in their beliefs that like a, a conversation is not going to help even with big names like Kyle Getz yeah. or Adam Eyebrows. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. that guy. Um, but yeah, so I guess, yeah, I probably wouldn't meet with them, but if there was someone that seemed like flexible, like more flexible, mm -hmm. um, in, or like a gymnast, like a gymnast, <laughs> I would meet with any of the U S gymnasts, <laughs> male specifically. Yep. In fact, new goal. Hold on. <laughs> Take a note. <laughs> Write this down. <laughs> Write this down. This is important. <laughs> I'm about to get drunk, so I need to remember this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess I probably wouldn't either. So way to go, Adam. I mean, if it's a, if it's a, in a public forum and that, uh, and that forum was not something evil, like conversion therapy practitioners of America conference <laughs> or something. Oh, my God. Do you think that exists? Oh, know. my God. It probably does. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> Oh, God, just being in that and everyone's like so gay and repressed. Oh, I yeah. bet it's just a big orgy. Oh, my God. I bet you could get some really good fucking done. Oh, at one of those. Hold on. Scratch that male <laughs> gymnast plan. National Convention of Conversion. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I don't think I have anything to say to Mike Pence. And I certainly don't think that he has anything to say to me. Yeah. My turn. Sure. Yeah. Um, so. I wanted to talk a little bit about the history of figure skating. Ooh, okay. Which, That's not like you. I know. You hate history. I know. And it's good, about to be so boring, everybody. Skip ahead like 10 <laughs> to 15 minutes. It's going to be... No, okay. Um, okay, first of all. Did tell, me, you, tell me about the history of figure skating. Kyle. Oh my God, Mike. I'm so glad you asked. Let me tell you. Did you know there were a minimum of two books about figure skating? <laughs> like people writing about masculinity and figure skating. A minimum of two books? Yeah. Well, I found two. I didn't research for all the possible books, but I, people write about this shit. Um, yeah. It seems like something that like you could get a master's degree doing that. Like. <laughs> masculinity and figure. <laughs> it's yeah. It's just, it's like as perplexing as physics. No, I think we have and physics. is vital and is vital to the condition. to the heart blood of America's hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have studied literature or something. Okay, so um, I don't. Are you a writer? <laughs> not anymore. I just talk. Great. You know, I stopped writing and just talk. I wish writing were this easy. Like I just <laughs> first draft is all just you just publish it and then you go on to the next thing. Man, it's great. Okay, so um, I'm not like this is not the very detailed history. This is like the history I compiled quickly before we started recording. But um, okay. I read that originally men were the ones that competed in figure skating because men were the ones that did everything at first, mm -hmm. and women just so it was gay from the beginning. <laughs> you're saying. 
Well, uh, okay. So in the early 20th century in Great Britain, women began competing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about like what it might be like if, you know, they started letting women into football or, you know, like uh, some of these sports would be like everyone's defensive and word. They said that like no one was really too worried. So when like <laughs> women, like more and more women started competing and then women started winning, no one was like worried about everyone's like yeah okay <laughs> that's probably fine <laughs> it's understandable um so did they like compete against men or did was it split on- when they were first allowed to compete be- yeah as partners to men um okay. because that's something near and dear to your heart <laughs> women partners competing with men partners oh uh, mm, yeah that's true oh i should get into figure skating <laughs> No, same sex figure skating is that a thing i mean it wasn't that one movie with with uh cowbell guy will cowboy guy cowbell guy and and uh reno 911 dynamite guy dynamite guy dynamite guy oh not napoleon dynamite yeah okay glad we know their names um people still have this question about is figure skating more art or sport which devalues the sportness of figure skating um, it's considered it's more of a fucking sport than golf. <laughs> I know. Jesus. I know. Right. Like, or bowling or bowl. Oh, the back is bowling an Olympic sport. I hope not. I don't know. Is I, it? I don't know. I, it couldn't be. I hold on. This, this information must be determined immediately. No. Okay. Well, that's at least. So nowadays, uh, in unofficial, insider estimated that or an unofficial estimate from an insider uh said that the number of gay figure skaters ranged from 25 to 50 percent um from like when when was when uh i think this was 2006 okay maybe like um when like no basically no one was out there was like one guy that like was a hopeful that was out and gay but it's there's a lot of pressure not to be gay in figure skating, which is ironic because so many gay people are in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's the gay gays are twenty five to fifty percent, and then and then uh, uh, fifty to seventy five percent are lying. <laughs> exactly. Um, and they're like they are judge they are judged harshly when they when men do more effeminate moves more, and more sign that it's gay. <laughs> All the harsh judging. <laughs> <laughs> They are read up and down like RuPaul. Um, There was this uh, one uh, Canadian skating federation who launched a publicity campaign to emphasize the masculinity, strength, and power of figure skating to try to draw the hockey crowd as fans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't help that I read that super gaily. Yeah, but still, like, like, what, what? What genius, what marketing what scientist, what brain surgeon <laughs> sat down and said, how can we get the hockey people into figure skating? I think it was one of those meetings that they were like, hold on. <laughs> I just realized both of these things happen on ice. Yeah. <laughs> we should get them and people that do coke. <laughs> yeah, right. Love ice. Yeah. They will all still love figure skating because it's pretty much the same. So um, they were trying to emphasize, I I mean, it's interesting because they're trying to point out that this is a sport. Like, you know, between the art and sport debate, it's a sport. It's a fucking sport. You may like, I don't know, have sparkles on and flail your arms up every now and then, but it's still a hard sport. Um, So gay advocacy groups, though, were like angry at this group that were trying to... uh, showcase the masculinity of the sport because they were saying okay no like gay skaters are really important and you're minimizing the gayness of figure skating which i I actually get both things like one even though we're joking about it not every one of the male figure skaters is gay so i I remain suspect okay you don't believe (laughs) you're the one that has the data you have to pass the rectum test to (laughs) um you know they're like wanting to reinforce that this is a sport which Unfortunately, something being more of a sport means you have to reinforce the masculinity about it, which is, I guess that's shitty. But then like the, at the same time, like we don't want to just ignore the gayness of it and just remove gay people from their influence. So I kind of get both of these sides of it that can be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but don't you think 
how, how you see both sides of it, but which side which side appeals to you more? Like which which one do you which one do you think is is a hockey players? <laughs> okay, is, was that one of the sides? The hockey players. <laughs> um, yeah, probably the, the. I mean, the like. It's it's neither of them. It's like I want a combination. Let's let's talk about the masculine gay part of this. Okay, that's what I would want to see, because I bet. In spite of what you think of him based on his eyebrows, hmm. he's probably like super fit, works all the time. Because a figure skater, his thighs are just gigantic. Like he could beat up half the people in hockey. He, no, I don't he, think he, he, I don't could, know he, he could, could. He could choke you out with his legs. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he's also this? really, really cute. He is not my type. Okay. Well, except you said that thing about the thighs, so I'm have to rethink him. <laughs> He's your type from the waist down, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh, the gay figure skating dilemma. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's a ball beater. It's a it's a puzzler. It's a knickerbocker. I mean, it was destined to be gay, right? Like it's kind of dancey. There's outfits and music and choreography, like. Like on paper, this was destined for gayness. This yeah. whole sport. <laughs> My autobiography is going to be called "Destined for Gayness: The Kyle Getz Story." <laughs> yep. Um. But yeah. But I mean, you didn't. I mean, you probably don't have to have all those aspects. Like, why does it need to be dancey? It could be very. I mean, they. It actually. Uh, like, I read a little bit about. There are two sides of this. Like, there can be more flashy, effeminate, loose movements. And the more, or the more rigid, structured, masculine. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it could have gone, and now I think it's kind of like a hybrid, but as, particularly for men, you're not supposed to do the more effeminate things. Uh, say the people wearing fucking sparkly spandex. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a weird, you know, combination of athleticism and somehow also gayness. And it sucks that we can't see, like, see those two things together. It has to be either gay or masculine. Yeah, no, totally, totally, totally. Uh, I was at, I was out uh, the other night and watching the, I think it was pre-trials of figure skating for the, the, the Olympics, the Pyeongchang, is it Pyeongchang? Pyeong something. Beyond, beyond something. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> That's gay. <laughs> the Olympics. I was watching the pre-trials uh, out at a bar with friends the other night and um, you weren't one of them. Nope. And it was the, it was mixed couples. One black, one white. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> the French team was. Oh, really? Um, yeah. A white dude and a, and a black girl. Oh. Um, she was amazing. Hmm. Um, uh, every single dude was smoking hot. Hmm. Like I was into it. Hmm. And um, then I found out that the Canadian guy is gay. Mm. And that made him even hotter. Oh, yes. I feel like for me, that would make him less hot. It's because you have issues. Gonna... That's true. <laughs> Julia Michaels was right. Okay. What do you got? Uh, what do I got? Okay. So um, I know that this doesn't always work out that well because this is not a visual format. <laughs> okay, great. What are we doing that's visual? <laughs> Mike, we're in episode 51 and you're still trying to show our listeners things? Yep. <laughs> you haven't? Okay. Have you seen this video yet? No. This is a video put out by Cosmopolitan trying to get their female readers interested in Olympics. Okay. So they're having hot male Olympians say pickup lines and take their clothes off. Okay. <laughs> so they're saying like pickup lines and then taking off their clothes and trying to do it sexy, but like then they keep laughing. I mean, then they're all ripped. That video and other things like it, I've seen other things sort of like it, are just blatantly objectifying men for their bodies mm -hmm. for ratings. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Hmm. Like they clearly were, were down. Like they thought it was funny. Yeah. They, they were down in a way that like they didn't think they were hot shit. They like all every which made it hotter, which made it even better. And like a little less creepy that they were just like, this is weird. This is, and like laughing and stuff. So then it brought a little bit of their personalities into it. Yeah. Which I think is what you need 
I think for men, or at least the stereotype is for men, you just need a hot person that like says nothing. Yeah. And for women, you need a little bit of that personality, which I'm more like that. Like if I get to know someone's too. personality, then, which is interesting that we're both. I'm totally a chick when it comes to like. Or you're a man and just men are just like that too. Mm, no? no, I don't think so. No, you're the only one. All right, you're a lady. That's well, not, fine. Not, not that I'm the only one. I do. I think. I think the the, the phenomenon that we're describing is more common among gay men mm. than it is among straight men. Oh, that they need like a little bit of personality to. Oh, yeah. I thought it would be the opposite. That like gay men are just so looks oriented that they don't. That straight men would be a little bit more likely to be interested in a personality hmm. or have that effect there. Just based on my non scientific subjective experience. I look at my fellow men and the way that they react to things and they could give two shits about the person that's on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, they care a little bit about their insides. Well, yeah, right. Just no. if they're clean. I mean, I, I care about them being inside. If, but. if their slide shoot has been wiped down for poop stains. Yep. The luge has been prepared. <laughs> the luge has been swashbuckled. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay yeah but like well i also feel like part of the like the idea of going after women targeting women to say like hey care about this olympic thing because look hot guys like a little bit of that's just demeaning like you don't think women could be excited about the competition and right. the you know the national pride and the you know there's a lot of things about it uh, to to maybe it's just cosmo readers are fucking idiots <laughs> And Cosmo readers are all gay, gay guys. Oh, okay. There you go. That might be it. I, I think they're dumb women and gay men. Yep. Yep. And dumb women dressed as gay men and gay men dressed as dumb women. That's really their core demographic. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So then it's not that, that's not that bad. Your turn. Oh, were we done talking about no, that? Keep talking. If you have more to say. I, I, I struggle with this idea of using looks to draw viewers, listeners, because it's so superficial, but it also works. Yeah. And like part of it is just natural. We're naturally into attractive things. And is that bad or using quote unquote, using that to your advantage? Is that bad? And I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. Like, like the go-go boy phenomenon, right? Like yeah. they're all just jacked dancing dudes. And like, is that okay? I, I, I don't know. I, I think it has to be right. Like I could pretend that that's not, visually attractive i could pretend that i'm not into that i could pretend not to kind of get a little bit of a chub and like <laughs> but but because what like why so that i'm a good person yeah i don't know man i don't know either sometimes hot guys are just hot though yeah what do you got i want to tell you well not tell you about this because you already know about it i want to talk to you about tanya harding okay she gay she is a secret lesbian. <laughs> I discovered because I Tyra Banks style dressed up as a woman and ate her out. No. Um, <laughs> she, she had, uh, what was the other bitch's name? Uh, Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, she had Nancy Kerrigan knocked off because she rebuffed her romantic advances. Yep. This is this is the new fan theory that we're coming up with. It's and we can remember we can literally say anything we want and it's fine. Yeah. That's the new world we live in. No. Super Bowl. Su Super Bowl. <laughs> Come at us, bro. <laughs> no, no, don't. Please don't. It will pretend it's a hate crime if you do. Okay, so yeah, take all of our money. <laughs> we have so much of it. We have so much money. Um, okay, so there's something. Tell me if you agree or disagree. There's something that's gay about Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan or their story. Like gays love this story. Y yeah, yeah. I mean, I. You say that hesitantly or skeptically or something. I what. <laughs> My weird instant thought process was, I remember being kind of obsessed with the story when it happened, but I wasn't gay. Mm. But oh, yes, I was. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> that, that was the like circle of logic you had to get through in your head. No, I get it. That slows me down a lot, too. Oh, wait, I wasn't gay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I always. Okay. Um, so just a recap, quick recap of the story, because I forgot some of these things. It was in 1994. Tony Harding conspired with her husband, uh, Jeff Galuli. Galuli, thank you. Um, uh, to attack her competitor, Nancy Kerrigan. We also, I realized we probably have like 
younger listeners that don't really know this story. Yeah. Um, Do you want to hear my Nancy Kerrigan impress- impression? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Why? Why? Do you remember that? So, I, oh, yes. <laughs> I, I figured that would happen at least seven more times. Great. That, <laughs> do you want to hear... Hey, Mike. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Do you want to hear my impersonation of a big dick guy that wants to fuck me in the ass? Yes. Why? <laughs> Why? We should play a clip of that. So, just so people playing? know what we're talking yeah, about. Okay, it is real. Take a listen. Why? Why? <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, so she conspired. Uh, she hired Shane Stant, who was 22 years old, to hit uh, Nancy Kerrigan in the leg with a baton. Okay. I wonder how much she paid him. Me too. But it was all, I mean, her husband. So anyway, she, uh, Harding pled guilty to conspiring to hinder prosecution of the attacker. So I don't think she's like admitted guilt to the actual like collusion part. So she got like probation and shit where like, you know, other people got like jail time. She should have been arrested for that hair. (laughs) Jesus. Honey, (laughs) if you're going to knock someone in the leg, you got to look better. Okay. So, and then, uh, I, Tanya recent movie that came out talking about, or, you know, the story of this all happening, like the gays were obsessed with this and I didn't know why I think I have some ideas now, but I didn't know why gays were so into this, into this story, into this movie. Do you have any guesses before I tell you what I think? Um, so gayish i Mm -hmm. did not even know that that was a movie until really recently like not something that i'd followed or was interested in it just didn't register for me so uh who's in it uh margot robbie who's nominated for a oscar it got three oscar nominations one of them was margot robbie not gay okay uh i'm i'm wondering is there is the is the casting part of the gay oh oh my god i did that i looked at imdb and there was fucking 11,000 ads. So um, one of my friends installed an ad blocker right then and there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, who else? Allison Janney is in it. I think she was nominated. Okay. Um, but no, like no one that was like, and also Madonna's in it for some reason. Okay, okay, or like, okay. you know, it wasn't like, and then Janet Jackson <laughs> it, uh, is Nancy Kerrigan or, I, you know. <laughs> Madonna as Tanya Harding. <laughs> Cher as Nancy Kerrigan. It's like the gays would die. Tyrese as <laughs> the husband. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. So the, I, I there was nothing about the cast. I, I thought the exact same thing. Like maybe Adele did fucking music for it. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. did Kesha sing a power ballad about this? I don't know. I, I just think the story, something about the story itself is gay yish <laughs> do you like how one out of every 51 episodes i'll bring it back to the title of our show <laughs> um okay so what i think I, I did a little bit of reading about this and uh apparently tanya harding like never fit in she worked super hard to get where she is one article she was a rags to riches story yes. she was like total white trash from the suburbs of portland oregon um, she used to practice at the mall. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't... Clackamas Town Center is a big ass mall down there, and uh, I I know that because my white trash poor family growing up <laughs> used to drive to Oregon, so we didn't have to pay sales tax. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the Clackamas Town Center had a big ass skating rink in it, and Tanya Harding like that's where she would rehearse or whatever. Like, go ahead. Um, do you know what happened when I hooked up with uh, a cartoon celebrity from Serial? No, what? Crackle my ass. <laughs> it's not the name of the mall clackamas 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 no whatever that might not work then um yeah so one article i read said that she pulled herself up by her skate straps okay. and i'm not gonna tell you who because one i forget and two you don't want me to that's not what you want to be known for better than than uh she pulled herself up by her boob straps <laughs> Is a boob strap a thing? Do no, bras have boob bra- straps? <laughs> oh, she's like pulling up by her bar- bra straps. I, um, I like yours better, actually. Anyway, and so she like never felt like she fit in. So she was constantly fighting. And even when she earned her spot, she was still, you know, like battling to f- be respected. And so I think part of what resonates with gay people is that struggle, that feeling like you don't fit in no matter what. And everything you do to get to where you are is a battle. Yeah. I also think gays just love bitches that hate each other. You know, like just divas fighting 
each other is like we love that yeah. and conspiracy and drama and figure skating and did i say bitches already <laughs> um i wonder if is there is playing dirty part of the appeal like is there a is there like an undercurrent of revenge seeking or, or entitlement do, or do you think like tanya harding stonewalled nancy kerrigan oh my god this was her stonewall moment oh i rise god. up against you <laughs> Uh, or maybe, maybe Nancy Kerrigan was a drag queen. <gasps> it would make sense. Nancy Kerrigan shows your dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's such a good figure skater. She's a gay man. Coming soon to Ru RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, look at those eyebrows. Look at those. They tell the story. Adam McEyebrows <laughs> would have a thing to say. Yep. So that, I, I just think it's so interesting that that story, it's just weird what things end up being quote unquote gay and gay things. And for some reason, this, uh, this has turned into that, um, just for funsies. Yep. Um, I looked up a, where are they now? Okay. For two people. One is hopefully related to this story. Just, uh, <laughs> where is Bob Saget? <laughs> okay. No, where is Shane Stant? The guy she, that was hired to hit her. Hitter with a baton doesn't sound as like. So he was twenty two. He was twenty two at so the time. Now he got. He's forty six. I don't know. I trust you. Um. So he became Christian. Oh, found the Jesus. Found you know Jesus was just like, hey, hey, hey Shane, <laughs> did you did you maybe hit someone in the leg with a stick? Because like nope, it's not one of the commandments. That's not loving your neighbor. Hitting people in the knee for God now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just hitting Muslims on the knee, <laughs> just like God wanted. Um, so he turned his life around, according to his mom, his sister, a former Navy SEAL chaplain, and a lawyer who was a former military prosecutor. All very trustworthy individuals. Um, and he tried to get a judge to clear his record. Interesting. So he could join the SEALs. Interesting. I don't think that worked. He now works in marketing. <laughs> just like, just me, like the seals. Which is pretty much the seals, but I, I don't know. Where is he now? Jeff, what's his last name? Galuli. Galuli changed his name, Jeff, for me, so I could say it. Jeff Stone. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jeff Stone, for changing your name. Way easier. <gasps> what? Is it short for Jeff Stonewall? <gasps> He stonewalled Nancy Kerrigan. It's true. Conspiracy <laughs> theory. I just made one up. Okay. Uh, he, okay. Things, when Jeff Galuli was a little boy looking out the window, dreaming of what his life would be like. Yep. I don't think he pictured this. So what has happened to him since then? One of his ex-wives was a drug addict who ended up killing herself. He's on his third marriage. He has been arrested on uh, charges of assault. He's gotten a DUI. He's declared bankruptcy. He's been sued several times. He shaved his mustache. So one good thing came out of all this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a car salesman, and now he's on his third wife. Wow. Whew. Like on top of her? He's he's like right now listening to this podcast about him while he's on top of his wife. They're not fucking. He just sometimes sleeps on her. It's yeah, just a sure. thing they do. It's their special bond. I get That's it. how they keep the magic alive. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you ever feel like your life isn't turning out so great, just imagine Jeff Stone. If you ever feel like your life isn't turning out so great, just listen to Gayish. We'll just listen to Gayish. <laughs> <laughs> we'll remind you that things could be so much worse. <laughs> is that why people like us? They're like, life is so much better. I see colors now. <laughs> it was so sad for the, that hour. Anyway. God help us. <laughs> please, God. I don't believe in you, but help me. So I'm going to tell you about John Curry. Okay. And John Curry uh, in 1976... Ooh. won the first Olympic gold for Britain in figure skating. First Olympic gold for them ever? It's the country's first medal. It was the country's first medal at the Winter Games for 12 years. Wow. And uh, so what was interesting is uh, leading up to those Olympics, the German tabloid newspaper Bild Zeitung uh, outed him as being gay and broadcast this in, a, in this tabloid 
and uh, to try to, I think, get him discredited so that, him, yeah. he, so that he wouldn't skate. And of course, he denied it at the time and, mm -hmm. and pretended that he wasn't and so that he could still go to the Olympics and all of that. But What year was this again? 76. Oh, okay. Um, Makes sense. But he went and won gold despite all of that stuff. And then in December of 87, he was diagnosed with HIV. Mm. And that's when he came out. And then he admitted that he was trying to fight against prejudice in the skating world. And then he died of AIDS in 94. But the first gay figure <sighs> skater that was legit gay, for sure gay, came out as gay, uh, not came out, but was outed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was was a British guy named John Curry. And isn't it... <sighs> that fucking sucks. First of all, it sucks that everyone in the 70s got AIDS. Like, right? Like anyone that was gay generation. in the 70s. Yeah. You know, if if part of any kind of culture gets wiped out because of a disease, that's huge and yeah, just unbelievable when you think about AIDS and what it's done to our community. Who oh. that was more serious than I wanted to be. But also, we got the sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> so we're cool. <laughs> cool guys <laughs> you little uh now we got eyebrows and we got eyebrows do you think our eyebrows meet the quality of gay eyebrows mine do sometimes yeah when you really really care well recently i started having like old man eyebrows happen hmm. like overnight i'll wake up and there'll be like a bright white one that just sticks straight out from my face <laughs> I, i've gotten the one like there's one long one on my left eyebrow that I just got to watch it. Cause every now and then it peeks its head out from like the bushes. And it's, it's like a coyote that's hunting a rabbit that just like peeks out. And it's like, and I got to pluck it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who getting older so hard, Mike, I have to pluck one more thing. Yeah, it is. Anyway, <laughs> we were probably talking about something. Oh, eight. We were talking about AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's funnier than AIDS. <laughs> from aids to age we you could see how we made that leap it sounds so much there's anyway um yeah aids is bad that was like probably probably my point <laughs> i think we can all agree that aids is bad can we all just there's it's so hard to agree on things can we agree that aids is bad nutella's delicious and uh zach efron is probably uh got his dick sucked by a dude Oh, I hope so. These are just all the things we all need to agree on. And if he hasn't, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Do you want to take a break? <laughs> sure. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> I have no response to that one. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first. But first, stuff that you should do and check. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our Facebook group where I'm going to post the YouTube video of Stuart Coffron. Not any articles, so you can just do the looking. Um, gayishpod, nope, facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast. You can find us on Twitter at, at gayishpodcast. You can find us on the phone. Is that what I'm doing? Our hotline is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. And standard rate supply for all of you weirdos that don't have unlimited text messages. Why don't you have... Un you probably also have a flip phone. You you don't get podcasts, so we don't, we're not talking to you. Um, I saw an iTunes review, <laughs> which is very sweet that uh, people do that. Please do that. We would very much appreciate it. Um, but someone wrote that his gayest and straightest moment was he was at the gym curling great good for him and he was listening to us and laughing and he laughed so hard he hid himself with one of the dumbbells and what like started falling over so he did a death drop <laughs> you know what we really should have a safety warning don't don't operate heavy machinery while listening to gayish nope which means don't operate my dick <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Uh, oh, our email address is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. That's why it wasn't matching up. That's why I was like, there's something I should be saying here, and it's not the phone number because I don't know the phone number. Okay. So. Um, Please rate, review, and rubscribe. Rate, the three review, rubscribe. Maybe tell us your gayest and straightest thing of that week. Yeah. Um, and if we laugh, we'll put it on the air. We'll put it on the air. Maybe. If we don't laugh, we'll probably put it on the air because we're depressing <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> write something about aids and we'll say it probably <laughs> okay um my gayest thing yeah is i wrote it down 
while we were watching the big football game, yep. I <laughs> there's a football player named Fletcher Cox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's did, all i got that's, oh, yeah. all I, that's the end of my story that's it it was just so funny if you rearrange that i think it's felcher uh oh, you figured it out <laughs> okay <laughs> streets am i meaner to you on the podcast in, than in real life or the same no it's just recorded now <laughs> <laughs> okay okay just checking uh the straightest thing about me is i found rosé that i could have bought at the little store down where i get my alcohol before i come up here mm-hmm. i picked instead red wine wow not only did i pick red wine i picked merlot which people don't expect everyone thinks that i like the like sweet fruity thing and someone's like oh merlot that's not like a sweet fruity drink and i was like I can fucking like Merlot. Like, okay. Yeah. So my, I, Merlot is my favorite red. That's your straightest thing. That's my straightest thing. Oh, that you chose, that you chose something other than Rosé. It's my straightest thing. I'm not saying it's straight in general. I'm saying it's my, and I, yes. Yeah. Excellent. What about, (laughs) what about you, Mike? Uh, so both of mine actually also come from the big game uh, mm-hmm. last last weekend, and I, I know that like you could probably t- say it for me what my gayest thing is this week. Is it Big Dick McGee? Big Dick Nick. What, big I'm Dick obsessed Nick. with the fact. Okay, so <laughs> Nick Nick uh, Nick Foles Foles. <laughs> we forgot his actual name. Nick Foles, the uh, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, apparently is known as Big Dick Nick, and it's because Median? apparently just a gigantic penis and i immediately just i couldn't i was embarrassed and that's why i'm sharing it on the podcast <laughs> i was embarrassed by how fucking hot i thought he was all of a sudden um and well, i believe you also said like looking at his body proportions it makes sense because oh, he's yeah. like weirdly shaped just he, as a person there's something about the proportion of his his like like height to limb length to hand size to n- nose ratio all said yeah. giant penis and then that was like validated there's this uh a couple of stories so one of his other nicknames is footlong folds because <laughs> <laughs> he loves subway <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and um uh all of this came because in 2014 he uh one of his teammates did an ama on reddit and uh they on reddit reddit asked this person hey who has the biggest dick on philadelphia's team in the locker room and and dude just came out it was like oh it's nick Foles. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it is called ask me anything right it is ask so. me anything yeah uh yeah he was like yeah he has to fold it in half to get in this cup <laughs> good lord ah, oh that doesn't okay <laughs> um I, I'm, I can't talk about anything else. <laughs> I'm stuck on this. Okay, we have 30 more minutes of this, guys. Just staying in there. And then I found out apparently he wants to be a pastor when he's done with football. So oh. he's like super conservative Christian. Did that make you like him more or less? Less, unlike you. Sorry, I'm not Joseph. Like you. <laughs> uh, the straightest thing about me this week actually coming from uh, the big game. We were making bets beforehand and Doug... Some of the things Doug Ankoviak, our favorite facts tag. Yeah. Uh, some of the things he wanted to bet on, I thought were, were just ridiculous. But I went along with it. It was hilarious. He's, like how long, you know, was the not was will the national scene... anthem be more or less than 140 seconds or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of them was: Will there be any points made by special teams? <laughs> oh, I remember this. And I asked because we'd just gotten done talking about field goals. I asked. So bring- Do you, you actually, you sat there pensive. <laughs> Mike, Mike pensive. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning I didn't know if you're going to be evil or good. I was converting myself to you- straight, which is why I said what I said. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was thinking like, are you, are you wondering what special teams are and trying to like think through? That's what I thought was happening in your brain. Little like did that- I know you were about to say this. Uh, so bringing the kicker out for a field goal isn't special teams, <laughs> which is a really intelligent <laughs> like so question about the rules of football. Like clearly, not on you completely uh, blew away my perceptions. I blew something. You blew something. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't BDN. Yeah, God. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's it. That's it. Uh, this has been Gayish. A special thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music and thanks to to Big Dick Nick's parents for 
making big dick nick and thanks for adam's mick eyebrows for not being offended by the way we're referring to him because hopefully he knows it's out of love slash will never hear this (laughs) (laughs) go get him in pyeongchang and thank you to our awesome awesome listeners i know that we say that pretty regularly but but I'm, I'm, I mean it from deep in my butthole. Deep thank you so up much. Inside my luge space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. You, you're, y'all are awesome. So that's it. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Twist and shout up like a figure skater to twirl around and do a salcow and a triple lutz. Oh God, this is the gayest thing. We need to go back. Me as I will sing. By the way, do you hear what your words bring? Oh, P.S. I'm gay. Now look at the thighs on this one. Oh, you went with the holy crap. Holy crap. I knew I should have worn breakaway pants. That's going to be the title of my autobiography. <laughs>